Hello, namaste, and welcome back to Quick Shanti, the place where we digest timeless wisdom one bite at a time. Today's topic is one of my favorites, and I'm so excited to share it. It is interconnectedness. Now, interconnectedness refers to the idea that all things are connected and interdependent. You are not separate from the world around you. This is an idea embraced by Taoism. It's a principle of Buddhism, and it's even recognized by Einstein himself. Out here in the West, we are raised with very individualistic ideals, which can create the illusion that we're more separate from each other, more separate from the world around us than we actually are. I love interconnectedness because I feel like as soon as you start contemplating on it, you will start to see the world a little bit differently. I think the the turnaround time is pretty quick. Um, but we'll get to more of this in just a moment. First, let us settle in with just a little bit of awareness. Go ahead and shut down your eyes. And if you're not in a position to do so, it's all good. Just soften your gaze. Release any tension from your shoulders, dropping them away from your ears. Release any tension in your jaw. Maybe unclench your fists. Release your tongue from the roof of your mouth. We'll settle in with a nice deep breath, starting with an inhale through your nose. And a big open mouth exhale. Full release. All right, let's dive into it. So interconnectedness or interbeing as some call it is the recognition that your existence is not isolated. It's not separate. It means that you are interconnected with everything and everyone around you. Recognizing interconnectedness is realizing that you're part of this really big, awesome system that makes up the universe. And not just a tiny part either, you're an active and important part of this system that exists in relation to everything else. Now for just a moment, let's play with this concept and reassess what you consider to be you. When you look in the mirror, or when you look down at yourself, what do you see? You might immediately start talking about the clothes that you're wearing, or your body type, or whether you have freckles or not. Ultimately, what do we see? A human body. Beyond all of those categories that we impose on it, it's a human body. This vehicle, this immediate vessel that we've known all of our lives. Now, the human body is made up of more than 60 elements, including oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, calcium, phosphorus. It goes on. These elements are also found in the natural environment around us. They don't just exist in us. They they make up our bodies, absolutely, but they're the same elements that make up plants, rocks, other animals, 
and even the air that we breathe. The calcium that supports your bones is the same calcium that helps plants grow. The magnesium that supports your health, your immune functions, it's the same magnesium that gives rocks their structure, their stability. The elements that make up our bodies are all found in different forms throughout the natural world. In that perspective alone, we are connected to all things. We are the natural world. What's unique about these elements is that they exist in us and around us. They're constantly changing, renewing and recycling over and over again. Our bodies are in this constant exchange with the environment around us. This includes the air we breathe, the food we eat, the water we drink. Over time, our bodies will continuously cycle out and replace these elements. The same is true for other beings, such as plants, animals, and even the earth itself. We're all tied in this transactional process of giving and taking and giving and taking. Now, when you gaze into the mirror or, again, look down at your body, what you see is an assembly of atoms sourced from the earth and everything that surrounds it. Our bodies, like everything else in the universe, are made up of atoms that are in a constant state of change and movement. These atoms have traveled through plants, animals, different places, and across the entire planet, creating the complex system of life that we are all a part of. Whether it's the calcium in your bones, the magnesium in your cells, or the oxygen in your lungs, these elements are constantly cycling in and out, connecting you to the larger system of the earth and the universe. And here's the most remarkable thing. The elements that make up our bodies and the world around us, they have a cosmic origin. These elements, they were formed through the explosive death of stars and other nuclear reactions that took place over billions of years. This means that you are literally made of stardust. The elements that make up your body have been part of the universe's story long before you were born and will continue to be a part of it long after you're gone. You are not separate. You've never been separate. Contemplating on interconnectedness reminds us of our place in the vast and magnificent cosmos. Savor that for a moment. Really, feel the awe. Now, your body is not only made up of the elements in your immediate surroundings, but also of the essence of those who came before you. From your parents to your ancestors, you exist as a continuation of their existence. There is no separation in this interconnected web of life. Everything from the stars to the planets, the rose bushes to the pebbles, and even you and I, we rely on each other for existence. The concept of interconnectedness, or interbeing, as Thich Nhat Hanh coined, reveals that we are all connected and interdependent in this giant universe. Albert Einstein once said, The greatest illusion in this world is the illusion of separation. Einstein had a very holistic understanding of the universe. 
He understood it as a dynamic, interconnected system where everything is in a state of change and interdependence. The idea that you are separate or distinct from anything else is a complete illusion. Embracing the realization that we are not separate individuals can be a rather liberating experience. In modern Western culture, it's common for people to see themselves as separate from the environment and from each other. We view ourselves as autonomous and self-reliant, responsible for our own successes and failures. In this perspective, it places a very strong emphasis on things like personal freedom, choice, self-expression. It's shaped the way we view ourselves and our relationships with others, and ultimately how we're situated in the world. Individualism has its benefits, of course, but too much emphasis on individualism has its drawbacks. When we detach ourselves from the larger web of life, it can bring about feelings of isolation, a hyper-focus on personal gain, which reduces the sense of community and belonging. It can also decrease empathy and concern for others. And as we see it in the news every day, it detaches us from the environment, leading to Mother Earth's degradation. When we look at interconnectedness through the lens of individualism, it offers us a pretty limited perspective. And it's not to say that individualism is bad, but it's important to remember that individualism is a human ideal, a cultural construct and not a universal truth. It can serve us, sure, but it should not master us. Individualism has a tendency to confine us and the things around us into labels, categories, divisions. If you've ever wondered what John Lennon is talking about in his song Imagine, it's this. He asks us to imagine a world where divisions don't exist, where we aren't imposing these divisions on one another. The boundaries between yourself and what's around you are only apparent and not necessarily real. Now, we're going to play with the idea of losing some of these divisions right here, right now. I invite you to play, to get out of your thinking mind and really feel this experiment. Now let's consider the boundaries between you and the tree outside. It's just a tree, right? On its own, you're living your separate existences, not thinking too much about this tree. Because why would you? You're separate. You've got a life of your own, and this tree doesn't need to take up too much space. Now let's bring your attention to your breath. When you inhale oxygen, you're inhaling an element that came from the tree. This element, it leaves the tree, it enters you and nourishes you. More than that, it mixes around with your biology and it becomes a part of you. When you exhale, you release carbon dioxide. This leaves your body, enters the tree, and nourishes it, becoming part of the tree. What you're receiving is becoming a part of you. 
and what you're giving is becoming a part of the tree. With each breath, you're receiving and giving. With each breath, a little bit of you goes into a tree and a little bit of a tree goes into you. This is a process of interconnectedness, of interbeing, interbecoming. Everything is connected and interdependent in some way, and it's all part of one continuous process. The exchange of elements between a tree and a person is just one small example of this. Interconnectedness is a fundamental aspect of life, and it's happening all around us, all the time, even if we don't always consciously recognize it. To wrap up, it's important to understand that labels and boundaries that separate us from others and the world around us, these are only illusions. By recognizing the interconnectedness of all things, we can start to break free from these false divisions. We are all connected, not just through the elements that make up our bodies, but also through our shared experiences and well-being. This understanding brings a deeper compassion and empathy towards others in the world. By embracing interconnectedness through practices like mindfulness meditation, by connecting with nature and practicing loving kindness, we can start to try to live in harmony with ourselves, others, and the world around us. Because they're all connected. <laughs> if I hurt a tree, I'm hurting myself. If I hurt my neighbor, I'm hurting myself. Now, I'll leave you with a quote by the one and only Mr. Alan Watts. It takes time for an acorn to turn into an oak but the oak is already implied in the acorn. So in any lump of rock floating about in space, there is implicit human intelligence, sometimes, somehow, somewhere. They all go together. So don't differentiate yourself and stand up against this and say, I am a living organism in a world made of a lot of dead junk, rocks and stuff. It all goes together. Those rocks are just as much you as your fingernails. You need rocks. What are you going to stand on? All right, that's all we have for today. Um, I hope you found some connection to this concept. Um, let's try to strive to cultivate interconnectedness and understand it, not as something to be sought after, but really something that's already a part of who you are. Stay curious. Until next time, namaste.